the hell was that? <laughs> what our friends hell? over at you, Dynasty Beats in Florida you us our new music. You run a media company you named after yourself, and you just Legally. played five minutes of elevator music that would make me pry the door open and jump to my death. <laughs> How dare you? This the Empire fans are trying to get ready for another championship, and you play that. Sorry, I, the only no, way no. you make this up to me is if oh, you God. go break into the Carolina locker room and blare that. <laughs> that was terrible. What's the movie? The boombox over the head. Yeah, yeah, say anything. Did you? You <laughs> did you? Did you? When you when you ordered that, did yes. you say, "I'd like something that makes paint drying look exciting"? Did you say, <laughs> "If if it was on hold, I want the person to hang up instantly"? What was like? How did you describe the beat you were looking for on that? Well, my thought was, you know what? Let's get a good music that's like you know the hype up. Wait till but that's it, hype music to you? Not exactly. Maybe no championship wonder you had to music. Go to Hobart. Maybe not championship music. Maybe not. NFL films. Coach is like he just he just actually went back in time and quit Kansas State because <laughs> that music was so bad. Coach walked out of the room. He's disgusted. He literally went call me and left. He's going to tell Abby after the game. I just want to let you know that like during oh tonight's game. Oh no, we yeah. are going to announce. We've already announced that that Fayetteville is joining us. The league. We're gonna. I think we're gonna find out who they are today. We're gonna get their 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 nickname. Their nickname. Okay. We're also announcing another team joining the league. Ooh. They actually just called. They heard that. They're both quitting. They left. <laughs> You've ruined the NAL. We should have eight teams. Now they are, they're like, we'll just play each other 12 times. We don't need this. Commissioner Siegfried is called. He's Commissioner, no, he no, fell I'm out, asleep. I'm out. He fell asleep. Seth. Poor Siegfried's Commish. out there. He's, yeah. Wake up. He's like, he lives for Iron Man. He finally gets to host an Iron Man championship. Everything's good for him. He hears that. Sorry, I'm Nate. Executive of the year. There's a standard here. There is. I see a lot of our comments are congratulating you already out of the gates. Gaz and the executive of the year. How dare you oh, play no. that in front of the executive of the year? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly still think they just uh, they just mis- misspelled Mike Porta on the ball, <laughs> but I'm not going to give it back to him. <laughs> Says Jeff Levac. It's mine now. I keep it now. Uh, yeah, let's go back to back to back. I think Thomas Kelly just wrote, let's go back and then fell asleep on the keyboard and just kept going because that music <laughs> is so freaking terrible. Did it a few times. I noticed. Oh, guys, you got to be better. I mean, come on. Paul Deere is here. Paul Deere, like he's, his profile picture is him lifting weights. It's a large human. He heard that music. He's now picking flowers. He's, he doesn't even want to do weights anymore. <laughs> he's done with it. By the way, if you want that music. Email me, Gaz, G-O-Z, at <laughs> I will personally send it to you if you Venmo me the cost to use the music. Yeah, if you're ever like, you know, these laxatives just aren't working, just play that. Good to go. Nature's Chimney Sweep, Gaz's playlist. <sighs> Championship Saturday, everybody. Welcome to the pregame show. Ah, uh, yes, the Gaz show. I want no credit for it anymore. Um <laughs> I was actually asked on uh, Inside the Walls, like, whose idea was it to, to do the pregame show? Because I guess a lot of the other teams hadn't been doing them. And um, I said, well, Gaz and I were already doing the, the podcast twice a week, and Gaz is super lazy. So he decided to take one of those <laughs> shows and make it the pregame show, and then, and then voila, here we are. Um, it, you know, it's, this is, uh, this is your, your, your brainstorm. You came up with this, and uh, here we are. Let's talk some football. Let's talk about the game. I think there's a game. Yes, there's a game today. I want to get to the awards and everything else. I think we dive into we the game. Copy that I do. Thank you. That is the idea. roster. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long, strange trip here. I feel like that's a famous musician who had that quote about something about life. Uh, the top seed, the Albany. What? That's not, I thought that's a famous quote from music. <laughs> you said long, it, strange trip. It's old I people I music. Like I don't know. Said, I'm the music aficionado here. Say. You can't call old people music. The Empire, the top seed. Look back. There was like, a point. Know, in, would you play that at the gym? No, like you went to the gym. Would you go to the gym? I've considered you used it to be an athlete. I've considered it a few times over the last few years I've to go back to a the long gym. time. So it's OK for me. But you were an athlete. I was sweating earlier can today. We, so that can we talk about can we talk about why you were out of town? I was out of town. You were out of town recently. You went and visited the family. No, we can't. Let's talk not about do, that yet? We cannot do that. Unfortunately, I'll tell you later. Guys. Yeah, I need, I got some stuff I'm working on behind the scenes. I don't want too many like people to know about it. it. Um. Uh, the Empire of the Top Seed, LeVac, the number one seed, you're hosting the National Arena League Championship. There was a point this season where it seemed as if for Cobra fans who were watching and enjoying this, 
it seemed as if they were going to be the team, but things changed. I think it's a credit to Coach Manas and, and the team this season that the lanyard for your yeah. keys okay. is Cinderella. Yep, it is. Okay, I'm just that is my wife's car that I drove today. Sure. She has four children right now at sure. a farm somewhere. You had four kids. Four kids have been at the house the last forty-eight hours. I knew you had one kid. Um, no, yeah, absolutely. It was a. Uh, it's uh, been a weird year. I mean, Iron Man rules in effect changed a lot of things game one right here at mvp arena we hosted carolina cobras they beat us and we then decided to abduct trayvon shorts and bring him back home um that helped it's it's been it's been back and forth now we're on a five game win streak they've got jonathan bain back this is this is the two best teams in the league right now and both teams are at their highest potential i think we're playing the best football we played all year i say we i'm fat and lazy i do nothing um and and Carolina's, you know, they they just they just they so much talent. Iron Man of the Year over there, MVP over here, you know, Executive of the Year. I think that's going to help. I think the guys are going to go out there for me and handle some business. They don't care that I won that. <laughs> With all due respect, what do you want? Benny Wednesday. Hello, there he is. Yeah, go on, Pine. There he is. Benny there Wednesday. He is. With all due respect to all the other teams in the National Arena League, these are the two best teams this season. It has seemed yeah. like that since the start of the season. You talk about talent. You're matchups. willing to go on a limb and say the one and two seed are the best two. Yes. Okay. Yes, right. because, hey, going into that final week of the season, that could have been a whole different thing. Yeah. Carolina loses. Albany. There were so many scenarios that were sitting there, especially the final two weeks of the season, of where this actually could have ended up. But if we go back and look at the three previous matchups of Carolina versus Albany, and this is not Albany biased. I know. I'm sure I don't remember. Comments. I don't think we actually. I've seen the record. Yeah. I don't think we played those games. Unfortunately. For Albany fans, all three of those games went in favor of Carolina. But even the most biased Cobra fan would say, a cliche coaching. It's it's true. Don't say it. There were very close calls in the game. Oh, okay. Close. That's what I was going to say. Very close calls. I thought you were going to do this. No, 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 no. I won't sit on that. No, no, no. I was like, because like last year we won the championship. And everybody's like, I don't know. You beat Columbus twice. Do you think you can beat him three times? It's hard to do in one year. We, We did it. So I don't want, like, every time somebody goes, well, they beat you three. It's hard to beat you four. I, and, five yeah, six yeah. well uh, you probably do a best of three series you might get one no like i think right now it's all who's playing the best football and, and hopefully it's not so i'm glad you didn't say the cliche of that no because at some point there's eventually it takes over and everything else happens uh i would say that both of those games that or all three of those games you could argue that if you're an empire fan that if by the way matt chico needs a ticket oh, sorry. you could say a challenge inches like coaches talk about the game of inches and everything else that's that's true about every single game especially the most recent home game that's Carolina versus Albany. There was about eight calls and I'm talking like a safety, a first down mark, a ball getting stretched over the goal line that a lot of those calls did go in favor of Carolina. You could argue that the replay favored Carolina. That's fine. I bring up all those points because this is going to be likely a game that comes down to those really close inches away plays and turnovers. Wrong cliche. What was the cliche? I was going to say, did you have another one for this game that oh, yeah. maybe so popped out to that's you? That's the that's the outdoor football game. Three, three, three yards in a cloud of dust. Arena, possessions. You got to have more possessions than the other team. So they, uh, Carolina decided to uh, to not allow us to kick the honey ball. Um, we did that to them earlier in the year. <laughs> they did it to us now. So they're obviously afraid of our guy, Mark. Uh, Mark Orozco is the is the best kicker in the league. I know he didn't get that uh, award, but if he was healthy all year, he would have. And uh, they don't want that. So now it's, you know, can you make sure that those kicks at least get to the end zone so you can cover it? Can you make sure that, are you, you know, a couple different things to make sure your possessions happen the way you want them to? I got to go back because yeah. I think some people might be confused. Why did Carolina have the decision-making process on what ball was Both being Both teams used? have to agree if you're going to deviate from the official game ball, which is the deuce. So when... The season started, we were all using the white ball, the deuce, and we learned it didn't go as far on a kick. It, it's, it's, what's, uh, it's double bladdered. So it makes it more durable, but it did also make the, the impact of the kick was not the same. So everybody's kicks were about 8 to 10 yards short of what they normally would. Luckily, our friends down in Orlando were sitting on, um, I believe it's called a poop ton of the honey balls. <laughs> So they were able, they were willing to trade and, and work with us so that everybody, if you agreed, you could use the honey ball for kicking and the white ball for gameplay. Uh, but both teams have to agree. So what you would find is if one team was really, really strong in their kicking game and the other team wasn't so strong in their kicking game, they'd be like, you know, a point of order. Oh, let's just go ahead and use the white ball. And 
while Mark was hurt, Coach Manas did that to Carolina. So now Carolina originally agreed to the honey ball because, you know, Stevens is a hell of a kicker too. And then all of a sudden on Wednesday, like, you know what? White ball sounds good to us. So, so now we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. That's a very interesting storyline. That's probably game-wise now, hours before kickoff, the most interesting storyline. Do we go in the past here? Because if we had previewed this game here in mid-August and talked about what it could have been in July, there were a lot of other storylines that I guess were hovering, clouding over this game about potential former Empire players that were going to be on the roster. But that doesn't seem like any Joe of those. Hills. Love Joe Hills. Yeah, Joe Hills is awesome. But a lot of those other players, we can mention them, right? Like Tommy Grady, Malachi Jones. Their impact seems to not be any impact in this championship game. And that's just kind of how the cards fell, right? Tommy got hurt. Yep. You know, uh, our defensive player of the year, Mr. Starks from uh, Columbus, took him out. And uh, honestly, it's it's an interesting scenario if you're if you're Carolina because, you know, of course – Tommy's a hell of a quarterback, but Jonathan Bain, if he played the entire season, I, I'd have to believe he'd he'd probably be MVP or at least Offensive Player of the Year. Jonathan Bain looked like Jonathan Bain as that game went on last uh, two weeks ago. So I, I don't think that's like a downgrade in any in any way, shape, or form. And he's just mobile enough that he makes him pretty interesting. I, I I think we're playing the best possible Carolina team. That's I think I think that's that's the, DJ Myers is the Iron Man for a reason and. Jonathan Bain's a hell of a quarterback. Nice guy, too. I don't like Let's that. Let's talk like about Jonathan Bain. I'm too glad nice. you brought that I don't up. like that he's Was that nice. the first time you've interacted with him yesterday? Um, officially. I've seen him in the hallway after the games. I congratulate him on the wins, you know, because, he, because again, nice guy. What a charismatic guy. Like, first of all, he talks. I think he's a country singer. He's got, like, that Sam Hunt voice to him. Like, yo, where do you get the pipes, man? And he, like, embraced the media. The players are, like, rah-rah him after every answer. And then he either can be, like, a country singer or take my job. Like, whenever he's done playing, if he wants to do this for a living, talk sports, be an analyst, a broadcaster, he should do that. Because that guy's if you're an Empire fan and you want to find an opposing player to root for, even off the field or in other games, that guy's awesome. Love Jonathan Bain. I think he was the star of Media Day yesterday. Why don't you marry him? Huh? Is that too much? I'd like to him. He was a nice guy. I wanted to get, like, booed when he walked into the Empire Media Day by, like, people. He, no, he's a great guy. He's to root for. I'll like him all over again tomorrow. One way or another, but right now he's no, I don't like him that much right now. Um, no, he he is. He's nice. He's a very nice guy. He took the time to come and and, and formally introduce himself to me and and everything. And, and that was that was very nice of him. Um, but it's it's it's, it's Sam Castronova's world. Everybody else just living in it, in my opinion. Super Sammy Supernova, he's the man. He is the man. I want to get to some awards that were handed out yesterday. <laughs> but, I want to get to way, that. Yeah. By yeah. the way, in the in the hallway yesterday, in between practice and the yeah, uh, and media and everything. I was like supernova, and he goes, "I heard you during the, I heard you during the media stuff. I heard you, I heard you, I heard you use that anger, use it." And he's, I, he's, I think he's accepted it. I think he's accepted that's a better nickname. I wanted to get the Italian stallion on the CBS Six Sports graphic last night. That was not passed through because it's not, it's that not because that's the Italian stallion is Rocky Balboa, Sammy Supernova Castronova. Now that's the quarterback. Of the Empire and should have been offensive player of the year. But hey, whatever. I digress. Before we get into the awards, because that actually might have had some chips to people's shoulders, extra motivation for tonight's game. I want to tell you about the people that make this show. The Albany pregame show, the Albany Empire, Gods of the Media, Levac and Gods Possible, like our friends at the Mohawk family. Whether it's Mohawk, Honda, Mohawk, Chevrolet, we love our friends at Mohawk. Always going out of their way to please you. If you're looking for that new vehicle this summer, they are buying your cars this summer. It is a weird time for the supply chain where you might have a vehicle you own, and you can send it back to Mohawk on it. Drive right in and say, I'd like a new vehicle, please. And you might be getting the money you paid for it, no matter how old it is. That's what they do over, whether it be Mohawk on it. make sure Glenville. your radio's off before you pull in so they don't hear your crappy tasting music. I don't even know what a radio is anymore. I, I, I believe that. <laughs> or Mohawk Chevrolet in Malta. They're going to help you. Shout out to the Herodin family. Andy Gelcher, Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna. We could go through the list of people we love at the Mohawk family that have helped us out. You're driving a Mohawk Chevy, Mohawk Honda, the vehicles from those spots. We hope you can do it. Support the Albany Empire, Godzilla Media, LeVac and Goss by helping out our friends at Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. We're going to be there, LeVac, the second Thursday in September, September 15th. That is the third Thursday in September, as I say that out loud. <laughs> what? It's September 1st is on a Thursday, isn't it? Like, you texted me know. about those dates. Do you know what September 1st? Would is 
like Thursday. It would have been my anniversary. You think I pay attention to what day of the day of the week, month <laughs> that thing falls on now? Hell no. Check on that. Pretty sure it's not Thursday. a great time for me. Thanks for bringing that up. Let's Thank talk about a word show last night. You were uh, congratulations, the executive of the year, Jeffrey L. Levesque Senior. Pretty awesome, man. Not, Good stuff for you. Senior. <laughs> no hey, thank you, Benny Wednesday. Thank you. What? what? Great. <laughs> ben, Benny ben, Wednesday ben is West. aggressive lately. Like the little guy, like he went from just the, like nice little Eagle Scout, chill, everything was cool. All of a sudden, Benny Wednesday's out here just like ready to throw hands at the drop of the hat. You know what he is? He's John Baptiste from the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He's elevating. He's got his Grammy nominations. He's Benny Wednesday, and he's he's changed throughout he's the like, season. He's like, guys, goes, thanks for clapping. He's like, Brady clapped too. Like well, Brady's a good dude. Okay, calm down. Everything's fine. Jesus, that's ready to fight. Uh, Darius Prince was named the MVP of the league, and rightfully so. I that made a ton of sense. That. It felt as if, though, and maybe you got a different vibe than I did, that they were going to do this thing where they were going to move the Offensive Player of the Year to Darius Prince and maybe no, potentially give somebody else the MVP. I'm glad no, there was Darius no other, Prince there was got no, the MVP. There was no other way to go. So, like, last year, uh, Mason Espinosa got, got MVP. Darius Prince got Offensive Player of the Year. You could have flipped those, and nobody would have said a word. This year, if you did not give MVP to Darius Prince, it just it would have it would have shown a serious flaw in the way we vote for for awards in this league because no one has done what he did i you you look at other leagues other that play more games they don't have the stats he had you know and you know i i love sam castronova but you watched one of the reasons sam got as good as fast as he did is he's throwing a ball to darius so and he's now he's he's surpassed that and i think he'll tell you that too but like Darius was just a difference maker this year. And 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 you either had to triple cover him or accept the fact that he was going to score a touchdown. And when you triple covered him, well, then we got Aaron Washa and and you know, we just we just keep going. We got Wade. Wade's a beast. We got it's it's Darius Prince is the only reason you're not talking about every other guy on that offense all the time. Let me toss a theory at you that might be very short-sighted for just tonight's game. You know Darius Prince well. Empire fans have continued to learn about him. Does anyone know last... him? He's an enigma, you know? He's... Let me toss this theory out. Let's say he did not win the award last night, okay? Let's say it yeah. went to Jonathan Bain. DJ Myers, doesn't matter who wins it, but let's just see. Sam Did... Castro. Sure. Let's say the Castro one's a little different for this theory. I know, I know. so I'm trying to ruin it for you. What if he didn't win? Would we get a da- different Darius Prince? Like, would he be so pissed off that he just had the game of his life and used that as motivation, and all of a sudden he might actually potentially play even better because his, his standard is so high. I just wondered if, for a high athlete like Darius Prince, does he even need that extra motivation? Like, look, it's the championship. Maybe that's the answer. Guys, it's the championship game. He doesn't need anything extra for this. But I just wonder, like, could we have gotten an angry, more aggressive, more talkative, pissed-off Darius Prince if he hadn't won? Maybe it's short-sighted. Maybe it's an interesting theory. I don't know where your brain is on that. You think Darius isn't pissed off? I mean, if you win an award, you would seem happy. Did you see him smile? I don't know. I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely think, I think it, it, it's one of those moments, right? Like Darius finally feels somewhat appreciated because he got that award. Um, but you're also talking about a guy who sat there and went, how the hell does Sam Cashnova not get the offensive play of the year? How the hell did Dwayne Hollis not get Ironman? How the hell did like, you know how Jordan would invent? Yes. Slights. Yep. Darius doesn't invent them. He just knows where they are <laughs> and he will find them. He's there's, there's, there's some frustration in our locker room about the way the awards went down. And, and I'm not going to say who or what award or whatever, but I, I think it's, you, you look at, you look at a lot of the message boards, like the NAL fan sites and all that stuff. And you can see there's a lot of people who are kind of confused on how the votes went. Um, Darius is not happy. He's not happy. Like, he's not. <laughs> Let, let's add, let's, like, Darius isn't happy until uh, after every game. I want to add a little bit more context yeah. to that because some people might have missed it last night. It was on a Friday night. Uh, for some of those awards I believe you're alluding to is that the Empire, who are the top seed, the host city for the championship game. High scoring offense. High scoring offense. Only you and Darius Prince at the award ceremony last night were given awards by the league. So, Castronova, Dwayne Hollis, Melvin Hollins were shut out in... Maybe my math was wrong. San Antonio got a lot of awards who are not a playoff a team. Of 
Okay. A lot of awards. Um, yeah, no, I can't and, do anything about it, but just, and, yeah. you know, defensive player of the year, stuff like that. Like there's a lot of, um, no, it, and it's, it's one of those things, but at the end of the day, every you know, Darius would hand you that at MVP back. I would more than happy to give you the executive back if it meant we were going to hoist another trophy here. Uh, but you don't really need, <laughs> you don't, you don't need to, to look far to find something to piss Darius off on a game day. <laughs> like he's not, it's going to be, you're going to get the, the angry best Darius Prince that you can get. And again, there's, I told you there's, there's, there's some gamesmanship out there with our, with our friends from, uh, from Carolina, you know, the, the switching to the ball, you know, the maybe weaponizing a crazy person online, things of that is maybe signing every person who ever played here before this year, <laughs> you know, there's some, it's just some stuff. And it's, it's one of those things that like, you don't have to try real hard to go. Okay. They're trying to piss us off. Guy like Darius don't try too hard <laughs> don't try too hard it'll be a thing for you a shout out i know we're gonna get to a lot of comments we appreciate you guys being a part of the show we see a lot of them i just want to start off with charlotte here i know shout out to our girl charlotte they must have picked some of the awards by putting names in a hat do you want to know i'll tell you what went wrong and i don't i don't really don't i don't even want to say everything went wrong because i did enjoy watching san antonio play this year especially the way they started to where they ended I believe that we saw the fatal flaw in the way that we were voting. And I know that there's discussions in the owners meetings about changing the way you vote for awards. Every team has two people from their front office, usually an owner and a GM or an owner and a president or whoever that votes for the awards. So the first thing they do is you put in everybody that you'd like to see up for it. Then they take the names from that. And those people are put on a ballot that you get a chance to vote for, for the awards. You vote for a one and a two. One gets two points, two gets one point. You can't vote for your own team. So I think what sometimes happens in a scenario like this is you vote for the team that you don't think will beat your guy. If that's the case, and I totally agree with that entire take, you're spot on. You've gone. That's not what we did here. I can tell you that right now. Well, let's just let's offer a little bit more perspective on that because we cheated and voted for ourselves. No, just kidding. (laughs) In 2019. You were selected as a media member here locally to vote for the yeah. Arena Football League. In, yeah. uh, and I let Ryan McCarthy do my votes. <laughs> right. Ryan McCarthy and you worked together on the 2019. No, no, Ryan knew way more than I did. I let, <laughs> Shout out to Ryan McCarthy. No credentials I required podcast. I legitimately was just texting back and forth with Ryan McCarthy the entire time. <laughs> in 2018, uh, Ashley Miller was selected. So I would suggest, as a member of the media, that maybe that theory can actually work well, that media members from selected markets, whether it be one or two people, have that so there's no bias involved in that that would be my suggestion i'm saying that want, half jokingly half serious what because that i takes would like is it. to have the ballots posted online have fans have like a third of the vote i liked my theory because i get involved more but no You're that's a actually fan, a good you can one vote too. that's pretty good i actually do like the fan idea i don't know i don't know because it, it gets the engagement going that's a good idea like yeah. historically speaking to never have the MVP be another position besides quarterback and have it go right this year. That's why you're not seeing me completely trash the system because it worked. The MVP is who it should have been. The the executive of the year might have been a mistake. You know, I might have bought <laughs> might have bought a few rounds. I don't know. You know, it could have been a thing. I mean, realistically, could have been Nate Starling, could have been Mike Quarter. Mike Quarter been a great executive of the year. <laughs> Some random person just ran in here and screamed words. I don't know what they were. I don't know if they went over. It'd have been our microphone. Excuse us. Uh, uh, Justin Morris would like for you to be MVP next year, guys. Oh, thank you, Justin. Appreciate that. It's very nice of you. Most no. valuable penis. What does MVP stand for when it comes to you? What is? I'd also like there to be a broadcast team of the year next year. I have a lot of awards. I'd like to get myself involved in next year. Clearly. <sighs> Let's talk about Lillian David Fine Jewelers Levac. We're talking about a ring stay here on Championship Saturday. Yeah, we might need them. Uh, I want. I wanted to wear my ring today. I, I had one of the rings. She, my my wife told me. Here's my you wife see told the me. bruising? I do see a bruising. Yeah. That's from all the handshakes. With the ring on. <laughs> my wife said it's about this year. It's not about last oh, year. I'm like, what up. are you a coach right now? Lily and David Fine Jewelers right up here. That's where you can buy your engagement ring, your wedding band, take care of the, the fiance, the girlfriend, the wife, all the people <laughs> that are important in your family. That's just one. Uh, whatever it might be, Route 50, the shops of Wilton can have something that fits her style, her fashion, and more. Alyssa, David, and the crew, family-owned and operated business, whatever it might be, they can help you. You love supporting family-owned and operated businesses. somebody to greet the vendors at the block party, by the way. Route 50, the shops of Wilton, rings, engagement rings, wedding bands, 
if maybe you're a fan of the Albany Empire, you've been going to a lot of games, make sure to take care of somebody special in your life. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you do it. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Route 50, the shops of Wilton. When you stop in, tell them you heard about it from the Albany Empire pregame show from Levac and Goss. Sorry to work, too. No, you're good. You're doing the pregame show stuff. Um, we're talking about the block party outside hosted by the wonderful D. Scott, the proud of yeah. South Colony. Yes. Um, we're, we're trying a little different. We're trying to do something a little different. You know, doing a little more, just the more food trucks, more stuff. Trying to, you know, the middle of the block party starts at 5. Um, you know, it's always kind of, I don't know if it's because I was the one throwing it together. Always seemed kind of like abandoned booze fest. We're now we're making a little family. There's still music. There's still booze. But there's also a fest. Nice. So we're hoping. We're hoping. And uh, and by the way, Ryan and Matt and everybody put a lot of work into it. I just, again, take the credit like I do. Um, Shout out to those guys. Always doing a great how job. You get your name on the football, along. kids. Right. You get good people doing good work. And then you go, you're welcome. And they think you did it. Let's do Dave, our guy, Firebird Dave's favorite part of the pregame show. Uh, can you tell us anything about the rosters tonight? Is there an addition, yeah. an injury, something oh, yeah, in the I'll lineup, out of right the lineup? Both teams dress 21 players. Okay. Um, there's going to be quarterbacks. There's going to be wide receivers. Uh, there's kickers. Yeah. Some linemen. Some of these linemen are going to play both ways. It's crazy. Very crazy. Can I ask you about Jeremy Richardson at least? How about Jay Rich? What's his deal? He's both a coach and a player. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least, you know, of all yeah. the pregame shows, especially the championship, yeah. I knew I'd get the least amount out of you, and rightfully so. I huh. don't his blame name's you. It's on the list. I just won't I tell you what that. it's in. Okay. Can you imagine? Let me just yeah. do this. Let me do okay. this for you. Yeah. Fire, fire, Firebird Dave, mm -hmm. Thomas Gozlowski. Ooh, Lindsay looks like a girl. Holy crap. Wow, you look nice. Uh, Bobby, by the way, the game's at seven tonight, Bobby. Seven seven o'clock at the NVP Arena is the game's going to be played tonight. Lindsay, when did Lindsay become pretty? You were talking about drinking. The... I drank. I drank. Oh, you're, uh, you're number one. You were going to um, talk about no, the so, rosters. So here's the thing: yeah. if I if I were to release roster information before we were obligated to do so, Coach Manas would run in here with a bat as he's putting nails in the bat to come in here and hit me with it. Like you just you, you have to let the other team know at a certain time we ain't there yet. It ain't gonna happen. And guess what? I'm not gonna do guess what's not my job? Helping Carolina with the roster. It's not my job. So I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna, I'll tell you this. Albany has the better roster. No? That's fair enough. I had yeah. to do my job. I had to at least toss the question out there. The kids say you gotta shoot your shot. Uh, I knew it was gonna be blocked like to Kembe Mutumbo. But I'll do that for you, Firebird Dave, and everybody else. I will attempt to find out. And like I thought, I failed. Um, failed, failed, failed. Yeah, I've got 21 active players and a couple uh, uh, inactives. There's an offensive specialist and there's two off I have two offensive specialists and two defensive specialists. You feel better? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm gonna also right. go. I'm going back to the rim, though. I'm not done yet. All I'm right, going okay. back to the rim. All right. Uh there's mentions, there's been press releases that a seventh team has been added to the NAL for the 2023 season. I know the focus. I know the focus is on tonight. I get all that, but just for NAL fans and everybody else who's excited about it, uh, Coach Coach Siegfried. Okay? He was a yeah. former coach. No, no, he's a former coach now. Commissioner former Siegfried, player. former player. Coach. He alluded. We feel like he's the coach of the league. He's very good. I'd like to play for him. Uh, an eighth team. Yes, it's going to be announced today at halftime during yeah. a ceremony. Yeah, our friends from Fayetteville are here. I believe we're going to give the nickname today. And then if you were watching the award show, you may, you may, you may already know where the eighth team is coming from. <laughs> I know that's it. Did you, were you watching it? Uh, I heard a rumor that there might have been an accidental slip about the team. I don't feel like it was accidental. I really don't. I feel like he was just like, ah, screw it. I'm the commissioner. I'll tell you if I want. Which is, <laughs> which I, you know me. I condone those kind of activities. Um, yeah, no. So, and I've been able to, to meet with, um, with both groups like briefly. and. Again, they were bamboozled into believing that I know what I'm doing. So they both asked me a lot of questions. It's like, you know, again, you know how, like I always tell you, like, make sure you're around, bring good people, a lot of stuff. Do you want me to, do you want me to say this? <laughs> do you want to just show it to the camera? Uh, you want the, uh, we have, I have our, uh, I have our official prediction. You, you're good? Yeah. All right. Uh, for those of you who can't read, Albany 77, Carolina 52. Suck it, Coach Manas out. <laughs> 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 really like it's it's gonna we're gonna be like towards the end and the score is gonna be lining up just perfectly and he's just gonna look over at me and be like mm -hmm. 
Told you. Said Vicky Valancourt and the Water Boy. It's not a guess. That's what it's going to be. We were uh, after the awards were done last night. I'm talking to Coach Rez from Carolina, and he's got this like silver suit. His I don't know how many disco balls died to make his shoes, but like, but like they were like, but like that, I was actually Rez. like, no, <laughs> I saw his shoes. From across, I go, I go, I gotta be honest, I like them. And he thought I was giving him a hard time. He goes, listen, I'm the, they're not gonna forgive me. Win or lose, not gonna forgive me. He goes, got the shoes. Now I need the ring. I go, well, at least you got the shoes. So it's <laughs> like this is this is the the banter that goes on between these two groups. Like, like we do not get along right now. Tomorrow we'll be fine. Well, maybe not tomorrow. Depending on you know how what? bad we beat. I, I didn't think I was going to go here at this time. Fifty-two may not may take a little while for them to answer our calls. I didn't think I was going to go here with this comment. Let's talk about what happened because we're talking about this motivation and this back and forth between Carolina and Albany. Let's talk about Mr. Shatola yesterday during the press conference <laughs> because I like him. He's very uh, professional, cool. straight-laced dude. I know what he was trying to do yesterday. Uh, Ray Flores used to be a guest on our show. He was the one in between Mayweather and McGregor during a lot of that press tour. Yeah, Shatola was trying to start something yesterday. I mean, some of those questions were basically like, first it was like the coaches talking nice about each other. But then it was all of a sudden like some trash. He was trying to start a little something, something during the press conference between the players. And the entire Carolina roster is there. Yeah. The majority of the Albany players are there. I thought for a second. I'm Just like, thought, no, it was yeah, our, our captains okay. and a couple of this. The rest yeah. of the guys were, you know, we had we had some uh, team activities planned yeah. for them. Um, I got to tell you, I uh, I don't mind telling you, I, I think he, he kind of dropped the ball on a few things. Oh, okay. Poor DJ Myers, eventual Iron Man of the season, sitting right there. Yeah. Didn't ask her a question. Reaches in the crowd, starts harassing my guy Sammy Castronova. Leaves DJ up. Even me, an Empire guy, kind of felt bad for DJ. Felt like that was wrong. I do. I love that. Um, oh, my boy Nate's here. Uh, Nate, just uh, ask Caroline; she'll set you up. I got a twelve-foot-tall dude doing my staff stuff now. Hey, I'm nice. I'm ready. I ain't scared about fella. nothing. I ain't scared about nothing. Um, no. So I, I that, and I love, I love when Dwayne Hollis said shit. That was hysterical. <laughs> he was he apologized like seventy five times yesterday. I'm like, dude, it was it's live stream. It's fine. It's not like you're on cable. Um, no, I, you know, she told you he did a good job. It's nice to have him here. Um, he definitely. I don't. I I thought he, if I was let's let's say that, that like down the road, two teams that aren't named the Albany Empire meet in a championship game and they ask me to MC it, I will be way more inflammatory. Oh, okay. Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be? Like like as a, as as the the president of the empire or as the commissioner likes to call me the emperor um i feel like i have to toe the line a little bit when we when we're in public you know what i mean like here the podcast the pregame show you're tuning into this because you're an empire fan if you tuned into the the media and the this that you you could be either and i don't feel like it's right to ruin your night just because i can um but if like steve chatola's primary job during the season besides working for league is he's out of the jacksonville office if i'm a shark fan I'm still salty and I'm making, I'm making waves. <laughs> I'm going to get into it a little bit, you know, but it, you know, he's, he's a nicer guy than I am. I think that's what it comes down to. You know what? I'm glad you offer that perspective for me. I've never seen something like that before in person before, because usually if oh, last year you couldn't be at it because it was right. COVID. And usually when we have settings like that for press conferences, it might be just a select player or two uh, for media day for bigger events. It's kind of scary. And they, you guys did this after there's one-on-ones and everything else after. But kind of when you're 24 hours away from kickoff and the energy is a little high and the excitement's high, I thought somebody from Carolina was going to yell something out. Like, I thought there was going to be, like, a legit, okay, we're going to talk smack right now. Like, this is going to be – this is going to go over to the field on Saturday. Right? You watched – did you watch last year's? Uh, the Skype version you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I did not the watch that version, no. Um, both Darius and Coach pissed off the Columbus Lions last year. Darius uh, – Cover your ears, kids. Darius said, like, you know, we're here. I'm pissed off. We're going to beat the shit out of them. And then, like, you heard all the Columbus Lions play. Is that how it is, Six? Is that how it's going to be? Is that whatever? And then Coach got up and said, we're going to win. Like, and then, like, he's, like, like Coach Gibson's a little more buttoned up than that. And then, but the Columbus players were, like, you know, they were, they were pretty pissed off. So the night before, I was, you know, talking to Darius. And I'm, like, he goes, do I have to talk? And I go, I, I'm pretty sure that you're going to be one of, one of the players invited to sit there. I mean, you are you are about to be named MVP, hopefully, if everything's right. And, and obviously it was. And he goes and he just smiles at me. I'm like, you're going to really set this thing off, aren't you? He goes, I'm going to say whatever I think. I'm like, that's all I ask. And he 
I thought he composed himself pretty well. Like if you if you could hear, I don't know, you were sitting like a row behind me as he's getting up. He goes, "This is what we're gonna do," and I was like, "Uh oh!" And I literally <laughs> said, "Get your popcorn ready," <laughs> like because I thought he was gonna go up. He was actually pretty composed. I thought. I thought every everybody's been pretty like as much as I think if there's anything happening that you would consider gamesmanship or, hey, or maybe below board. Look at that. Just like just walked this. right in after the conversation about yesterday's oh. press conference. There they are. Oh. Wayne Hollis, Darius Prince. Yeah, I'll say what's up. Side over. Um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just turn this. Just so turn the camera. The, these, these two beautiful gentlemen. Say hello to all the Empire fans getting ready for the game The today. MVP. Some would say the man who should be the Iron Man. And uh, Mr. Mr. Dwayne Hollis and Mr. Darius Prince. Championship rings on championship days. Um, Darius, just so you know, Gaz was afraid is. that you wouldn't be as angry today because you won MVP. He's still <laughs> I told, right. Levesque was I right. Told okay. him, I, go, I go, you know how Jordan used to invent reasons to be pissed off on game day? Yeah. Darius doesn't invent them, but he knows where they are. <laughs> and one of, the, one of the guys is standing next to him who probably should have been an uh, Ironman. I'm just saying. Carolina, he said, uh, Carolina, um, you're on the uh, friendly clock, I believe is how he yeah, said Yeah, I don't think I that's think. what he said at the end of that. I think that's what he said. Those guys, I like I, Dwayne Haas. I was very frightened by him. He's in a, he's in a style right now. Dwayne an angry elf. No, today he is. Usually like, he's no, dancing. Every, he's locked he, he's in, He's the man. nice he's guy everybody in. thinks, but he's the meanest one to me. Yeah, he calls me names. Tells me I need two chairs a lot. Yeah, he does. That's that look. He does. They talk about Zach Wilson. Got sure, that uh, so I see Elevation 10K is yes. about to go set up at the block party. You need footballs, though. Don't forget. Um, I take care of these guys, Elevation 10K. They're good people, but they need my help. I don't know what they would do without me. Um, you know, Kendall Roy, by the way. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> he does kind of look like Kendall Roy. Holy crap. Thank you, thank you Kendall Roy. Christian. He kind of. Now I got to swing on. the camera around. Hold on. Congrats on your Emmy nomination, Jeremy Strong. Happy to. Uh, I think you should run the company, by the way. <laughs> I think your dad is really screwing it up, Logan. Thank you to Kendall Roy. That's a great poll. That's a great poll. <laughs> oh, wait a second. He actually might have this. I don't think that's the first time that's happened. Oh, I need. We I need more cameras. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. Jeremy Strong, the you look nominated like, actor looks, right there. He looks like Kendall Roy if he found baseball instead of cocaine. That's right. <laughs> you know? So if you're looking for the block party, look for Kendall Roy. Just scream Just, it out. Yeah, look for athletic on top of his shit, Kendall Roy. Not yeah. not rich, spoiled, <laughs> noise candy, Kendall Roy. That's how you can tell the difference. <laughs> so I, I can't wait to get a text from the uh, from my buddy Dave McClud over at Elevation. Can you stop comparing my my guys <laughs> Please? to spoiled a holes on TV? That. That'd be great. I'd be like, it's guys, man. I, I wouldn't even let them use your new studio over at Elevation. Think, hey, I wouldn't do it. I'm gonna do one more shot. <laughs> shout out to Elevation Tech K. This fall, I know. Uh, well, I hope we're still allowed. All, all joking aside, one of the reasons, if you want me to say that, like I did something right as, a, as an executive this year, they run the team store for the majority of the teams in the league now. When you go on the on the website, they do all of our t-shirts in the arena. Do our signage. They do like they're there for they're they're part of the empire. Sadly, I've shared them. They're now also part of the gunslingers and the predators and the sharks. I think they're having, and um, I just introduced them to Fayetteville. So, like, Fayetteville's in. I, Fayetteville's so in, I thought they actually worked for Elevation 10K when I walked in. I, I thought, well, I'm pretty sure that there's, there's a deal done. Um, but, like, in all sincerity, like, I think one of the things, the reason the other teams like me is that I introduced them to the easy button that is Elevation 10K. So, that's shout fun. out to Elevation 10K. Check them out online. And now, and now Elevation 10K is nicer to them than they are to me. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> Love you too, there Kendall Roy. <laughs> that stinks. I can't let that go. Uh, I want to get some behind the scenes things from you before you go because I know the block party's coming up. I'm not, before, doing, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I'm sitting right here. Before you go, Johnstone Supply in Troy, AC units. If you're sweating, you want to get something good for yourself this summer before the summer's over. Shout out to our Tori Kai George. George has been held in the capital region in upstate New York for decades. Now he can help you. Give him a call today, 518 272 5922. 518 272 5922. Check him out on Facebook as well, Johnstone Supply NY or 6th Avenue in Troy. Stop in if you're working on those summer projects. <gasps> the Empire season oh ends tonight, hopefully with a championship. Yeah. And then tomorrow, you can start on those summer projects you've been putting off all year long. Those competitive prices for those tools and more. You can find it at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Stop in on weekdays, 9 to 5. Say hello. Love the My little there. friend. 518-272-5922. That is their number. It's 6th Avenue in Troy. And Facebook, Johnstone Supply in Y. 
AC units, furnaces, supplies, anything you need for the big project, they're going to take care of you. Shout out to John. I have so much more backness tonight. I got to. Yeah, let's talk about that. You and I are in person. For our audio audience, I guess we should have brought that up to start. You are back here in attendance. It's been a minute. Uh, your role today is what? Because there was rumors you're going to be part of the broadcast team. There was rumors you're going to be on the field. What is the Levacness? Our guy, Coach Hal, I know is behind you. Yeah. He wants ah, yes. he wants Levacness. What do we got here going Ooh. on tonight? Got my sleeves. You're going with the blue sleeves? Well, because the team's wearing blue. Oh, I, So I, blue sleeves. I asked for orange. Yeah, you're not. But you're not, you know, you don't even know who's playing. <laughs> uh, I got the blue sleeves. I'm. Here's the question. Do I go with the slightly more professional khaki shorts or do I just go all in, rock the uh, the the Empire shorts? I say rock the Empire shorts. It's the championship do game. I, you can let us know, by the way, Facebook, do YouTube, I, do Twitter. I wear we the rock style. tights under the, I think that, I mean, the, the rock. Blood, sweat, respect. So no leg, so no leg hair. You're leggings saying. under the shorts, sleeves. I'm gonna look like a fat guy who doesn't know he's not playing. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna look like fan of the year. I know you're very proud of your calves, though. They're very strong calves. I do have, but I think they look good in there too. Uh, Charlotte Van Schiller. She thought I was matching her. Uh, no, because you're going as a villain. I'm going as the the emperor. All right, hold, hold on. Let me see. Here we go. This is uh, Casey Smith, my guy from Columbus. Albany shorts and whatever kind of jacket Coach Rez had on last <laughs> night. That jacket, I, I would be – I'd look like I'd look like Farley. Big guy and a little coat. I don't know how many couches from 1970s nightclubs died to make Coach Rez's jacket. Don't do that but, to him. But, but, stop. <laughs> Cam said wear the shorts. Lori says wear the shorts. Another uh, – Another, another South County here right there, Lori Lazinski. There you go. So, All right, shorts it is. That was quick. Yeah, that was a quick is. response, too. I like it. Uh, anything else behind the scenes? You're going to be on the field doing the games, bringing back some games again. Yep. Uh, anything else Empire fans could look forward to today that you can offer up, whether it be the block party, whether it be the championship? What do you think about the, the chip yard for Albany? I like that. The chip yard? Uh, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I need to, I'll need. i be the one to ask this question. Okay. There have been times in the past where the Empire were successful enough to win a championship or following the game, the trophy presentation took uh, took place on the turf. Will fans potentially be allowed to be a part of that, or is that something you don't even want to put no, into existence? No, you know, right? um, remember, do you remember the setup from last year? Yes. So the stage, the stage goes out in the field. There'll be a, there'll be a rope to keep, the fans will be able to go on the field, but not in that area yet. Um, the winning team will uh, will will be presented the trophy. The MVP of the game will be named by Commissioner Siegfried. Um, after a little time to you know gather themselves, they'll come out and they'll they'll hang out with the fans for a little bit. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna it's it's bedlam to be honest with you. Like if I remember last year, I was like, we're gonna this time, we're gonna do this, this time we're gonna do this, this time we're gonna do this. this, time, gonna do this. And then by the time it got going, I was just like. I've got champagne in my eyes. Because um, <laughs> you have the mix of both being the right. president and potentially being the on-field, on-turf, I like to say, yeah. on-turf host for the presentation again, likely. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a scary one because, like, remember, this is, this is a good team that we're playing. Like, all joking aside, all nonsense aside, uh, I'm not going to have jack squat to do with it if they somehow pull this off. I'm going to do my job, make sure everybody knows where everything is, I'm gonna make him a really good uh, sales pitch on some champagne, and uh, and then I'm gonna go over to the stadium and uh, hang out because that's where we're doing our post game is over at the stadium right here in the in the arena. Fans allowed to come to that or yeah, just absolutely, okay. absolutely. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We we love that place, so we're uh, we go there for lunch all the time, and um, we're just talking to the owners and we're like, let's go. So here, all right, you want the you want the full run of how it works? <clears throat> Techies Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal, is gonna come in here right after the half. They're going to tape off both locker rooms. Unless we're up by 50, then it's just ours. Um, they're going to tape off both locker rooms. And then when we know who wins, we'll rip down the one side and they'll be able to celebrate in there and not worry about ruining stuff. It's uh, And then afterwards, we'll go over to a uh, stadium and, you know, win or lose, we booze. <laughs> you know, it's a <laughs> different uh, style. Yeah. It's, it's just like I want to um, I want to just go on like and just start talking about how much like I'm guaranteeing a victory or this or that or whatever. I. I have to tell you something. Like you and I both were part of the 19 team. We were both on the field for that. We were both here last year. You know, I was in this seat. You were you were you were you were color booth, commentary yeah. and play by play. Um 19 felt like business. 
You know what I mean? Like the the U Albany team that that made it to the playoffs. Like we've we've been on the fields and the courts for some very 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 good special teams for championships on everything else. I have never wanted a victory for a group of men more than I want this one. These these guys on this team, they're just different. They're just looks it built different. They're just I mean this is this is a group of guys that. Like Sam Cashnova, Darius Prince, Dwayne Hollis, you know Jake Metz, Harold Love. I, could, I mean, every Cornish loose. I could literally list all 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 the guys. They deserve it. They really, really do. And I know that doesn't always factor in, but it's just I am. I slept probably 15 minutes last night total. I have eaten zero things today because my stomach is doing backflips. I am. So I've never wanted it uh, to be part of a victory more than I want this one. And it's for this group and this office and the people. And, and it's Mike Corda who has people will never know what that man has sacrificed this year to get us here. So like, I so want to be the big loud a-hole like I normally am and have been for parts of the show, <laughs> but it's, it's, this is real. This, this is these guys deserve it. That's a very cool way, I think, for us to sign off on the final. You're kicking me out of my show. own office? I got two more things. I'm the executive ah! of the year. <laughs> I got that two more things. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Cisse, by the way, who oh, has uh, four years, he's going to have oh. our conversation. I want to make sure we give him love in the Speaking pregame. Speaking so of guys gonna, that, that deserve this. One question that did pop Mr. up. Mr. Empire himself. We mentioned the kicky balls earlier in the pregame. What is the situation with fans today? Can they keep them? Can they not keep them? Do we know um, yet on that? Balls into the stands are yours. Okay. They're special championship balls. They have the championship logo on them. They have all six teams' logos on them. Uh, kicking balls most likely still are going to come back to us. Okay. Uh, so a ball ball off the foot, ours. Ball off, off you know, Darius Prince catches a touchdown and, and hands it in the stands. Um, you know, Bain has to throw it away because CSA is coming for him. That's a, that's a keepsake. You have that. Uh, you know, as long as, as long as we get through the game with them, take them. <laughs> take what you need. Do what you got to do, kids. Well, enjoy it. I know it's stress. Thanks, uh, great job to you and your staff this season. No matter the result, I know you there, guys want there the are results more, for I've seen some people asking about people, like, oh, like attendance and stuff. As of this very moment, not even counting walk-ups, who's at the block party, um, this has been the most active tickets have been all Love season it. and not it's not even close so we we asked for you and you answered so let's uh let's keep answering keep coming out and um you know uh, this could be this is this is the team you're gonna go like you know how like the nice yankees are my team because of the jeter and the core four and all that like there's more to them than just being like a great baseball team this is this there's more to this than just being a great football team like these are these are just good dudes like <laughs> this is the first time ever where i'm looking at this team and going can i just can i just sign you all <laughs> can I can I just re, can I bring back this squad next year, and like you know, coach does that, but it's not my job. But I still would try to do it if I could. <laughs> well, awesome, man! This has been great. Uh, best of luck. And by the way, if you still want to come to the game, that's why we do the pregame show as well, not just to tell the stories. There of are the players, plenty of seats. There's plenty of seats. Yeah. Yes, there Albany are. Empire NAL.com. Show up to the MVP Arena. Find your seats. Be a part of history. That's what it's been called locally here on a wonderful station, CBS Six and Gosla Media. You can be Ooh. a part of history. What about night. what about mystery? What about the women? Not his. What about herstory? Huh? We got a lot of beautiful women to work in this office. Busting there at the empresses. One of the empresses is singing the anthem tonight. I'll tell you what, your guys' anthem stuff has been unreal this year. Unreal. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what we do as executive of the year. All right, I'm going to turn on the CSA interview. Hopefully, the sound works for the first time all season long. Empire compete in the 2022 National Arena League Championship at 7 o'clock inside the time, inside the MVP arena. See, that almost slipped right there. Inside the MVP arena against the Carolina Cobras. I almost slipped because this guy's done it all. The Times Union MVP arena has been a longtime part of the Albany Empire franchise. He is Brandon Cisse. Uh, Cisse, let's get into the semifinal matchup first. Jacksonville, what a great game it was back and forth. Take us through why your defense had so much success, especially that final fourth quarter, slowing down the Sharks and putting you guys in the championship. Uh, first of all, hats off to those guys. They came out, you know, definitely shooting. And um, it was a dog fight for sure. We knew we were going in that they were going to come compete. I mean, it's the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we're just one of those teams that, you know, bend but don't break. So we just stay focused at the task at hand and uh, stay, stay together. So, and it, and it worked out well. It worked out well, man individually you got the breakthrough sack for you right in a playoff game how'd that moment feel for you how did we all meet 
<laughs> I wanted to help a couple find a house. So I started advertising on social media through constant. Oh, that felt really great. You know, just all the hard work you put in through the year and uh, being able to show up in those moments and to support your teammates who, is our, who are out there working hard. I mean, those guys bust tail. So just to be able to contribute, man, it felt great. Feel great. I had an opportunity to talk to some of your teammates in those practices. Coach Manas, Coach Ware, that whole staff. Yeah. Is it feeling different in the playoffs when you're prepping for these bigger games? How have the practices been leading up to the championship game on Saturday? You know what? It's more paying attention to detail and just understanding uh, how detrimental every play and every situation is, you know? And it's really like getting back into our bag, if you will, of just going back to the basics. And that's just with technique and just, you know, make sure that we're in shape and doing the little things, you know? So that's what we're basically focusing on. For you, let's kind of compare these championship squads you've been a part of. In 2019, Albany Empire compete for 2021, 2022. For those people who don't know your history, kind of take us through like how different it's been now for title game number three for you. First off, it's, uh, man, I just want to thank God. It's been a super blessing to be able to be a part of such a great deal. Um, but speaking on that, I mean, the similarities, I would say, is just the camaraderie and the brotherhood that's been built throughout the season, even with training camp and just before that, just having those meetings and just understanding, um, you know, what we're trying to do and everybody buying in. So that's just so beautiful to see and understanding that, you know, these young men just absolutely have dialed in. You know, we get, we get away from our families and friends and uh, loved ones and uh, just to come together to do something special and just to be here doing it all over again is just – Man, I'm I'm just living a dream, Tom. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, wow. You know, so kudos to my teammates on all those teams. Um, they bust their tails, dedication, you know, hard work always. And uh, I'm just enjoying the ride, man. Just enjoying the ride, man. Do you feel like you're a different football player from 2018, way back when Albany fans saw you for the first time to where you stand now in 2022 competing for another one this weekend? Absolutely, man. I mean, I, I would just say that in general. We all grow. You know, as people, we all grow and we all, you know, transition and move forward. And, 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 and you see yourself, you know, doing different things and, and becoming who you're supposed to be, you know. And um, I'm just so blessed to be able, and fortunate to have an opportunity to be able to stay with the organization as long as I've had and play it at a high level. It's just I'm just so grateful, man. I mean. I mean, Anna Rondex in itself has been so great to me, man. It's like a home from home for me. And uh, what better way to seal it up and um, win another one, man, you know? Well, let's talk about this Carolina Cobra team. You guys have had some epic battles this season, truly some of the best games throughout the season. Right. When you're scouting out this offense, what stands out to Carolina to you? Um, them being consistent on what they what they do, you know. Um, those are great great athletes over there. They, they have, they have it together over there, if you will. I mean, they're very successful. And that's one of those things about me, Tom, is that uh, I respect everyone fear no one, one of those things. So I have to sit here, you know, I can't be too high, too low about it. I just have to look at it for what it is. Um, and like I say, those three losses, if you will, I hate calling them losses. I call them learning lessons um, that I, that we experienced um, definitely took those, points and worked on those things and it's just the little things and that's what makes champions if you ask me it's just working on the little things staying humble and uh just keep chopping at the wood if you will let's you know? go back to that let's go back to that learning lesson because you know you've met so many young football fans young all the empire fans whether it's that pop warner level or all different types of football and flag football whatever it might be yeah. that is such an important lesson let's talk about that a little bit more that why do you call those learning lessons instead of losses I mean, I guess it's what I was brought up, man. You know, um, I'm I'm such a competitor, and you know, taking a loss, you know, if you will, it just it just tore me up. And my late grandfather always told me, "Hey, listen, son, it's it's not about that. It's about learning. Like, what can we do to be better so it never happens again?" You know, and when you look back at it, it's just like it's just one of those little things, and it's like the mental, and, and, and you know, not necessarily your physicality and what you can bring as an athlete. It's just all those things have to be in the same you know, rotation and, and have the same perspective of what you're trying to do. So um, just learning from that and, and building on it as well. So we've been working together and we're gelling up and getting tight. You know, this it's like a big old family. I'll tell you what, Tom. It's like, and that's what I love about it too. It's a big old family. Everybody knows 
what what's at stake, but at the same time, there's no kind of like panic mode or or not believing in one another. You know, we actually work even harder knowing that the guy next to me, he's busting his tail. You know, take us into the locker room. What's that vibe going to be like on that Saturday evening before you guys take the field? You've done it a few times as we've talked about, but you in particular, is it music? Is it something different? Take us into the mind of Brandon Cisse before the big game on Saturday inside that locker room. Well, definitely get a call from mom, and uh, she's pretty fired up. So we get that early in the morning. Right? <laughs> but more so, um, I'm just um, – it's always like the quiet, you know, quiet before the storm kind of deal. Um, uh, just being laser-focused, always in my film. So I'm watching film, and I'm, you know, getting it together. Um, and very mellow at, at times, you know, before all the chaos, if you will. So, uh, yeah, I'm just so like, you know, just sitting there, just taking it – you know, kind of do mental reps in my head and kind of envision myself already making those plays. You know, sometimes I just want to say, I tell the young, younger guys, is envision yourself making those big plays. And I'm telling you something, something about it I believe in. It happens all the time. So I just say, hey, man, just think it through. Take your time, one play at a time, one series at a time. Don't look forward. Just live in the moment. Enjoy it all. Look around, see the people, you know, hollering and screaming and just, you know, enjoying that moment that, you know, it's seldom we can get there. So, you guys enjoy the moment, your teammates, your coaching staff. And I loved ending these interviews, these conversations with you guys and your teammates and the franchise with giving that opportunity for the Capital Region to find out about the Albany Empire. Because com- some people know about it. Some people, every summer, they come into the market for the first time. They're like, what's this all about? So, mm-hmm. for those people who haven't had an opportunity yet, tell them why they got to come out Saturday night to watch the Albany Empire, the NAL Championship. Wow. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. And this is why I fell in love with arena football, period. It's way more family oriented. It's so exciting. I mean, you got scores here and there. You got stops going on. So much going on, you know, um, with all the giveaways and everything that comes with it. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Get your hands, you know, touching hands and high-fiving the the fans. This is one of those beautiful things. And, And I think that's what football is actually missing is that, you know, interaction kind of deal and that's what i love about it man i mean especially with our fans I, and i don't even call them fans i call them family members because been here so long i've just i've known they so they watched me grow and i've seen everybody grow you know i've seen little toddlers now they're they're getting ready for elementary school and i'm like wow and then the elementary school kids they're going to middle school this is a beautiful thing and this is those lifelong relationships that i always will remember always have and um uh, that's priceless to me so i, I this that's what's so beautiful about it so i love it man it's come full circle because you and I had a conversation in the preseason talking about where this team could be at the end of the year. And sure enough, months later, here we are in mid-August, your teammates competing for a championship again. The legacy of Brandon Cissé as an individual, the opportunity to have a third ring is incredible. I know you're focused on doing what's best for the team for Saturday. Always. Thank you so much for doing this, man, especially for championship week. You know, Albany's always got love for Brandon Cissé. Uh, best of luck on Saturday, man. Thank you so much, man. I'm, I'm, hey, appreciate what you do, man. You're awesome. And um, kudos to you, man, doing what you do for us. And uh, really appreciate you, man. Love you. Love you too, man. <laughs>
I'll be sitting alongside bringing the color commentary and more. We love that you as an NAL fan can be a part of the broadcast. Comment in during the show. We'll do our best to make sure you get acknowledged as well. It is the 2022 National Arena League Championship. The Albany Empire hosting the Carolina Cobras. We are two and a half hours away from kickoff. Come enjoy the action. <laughs> we'll catch you later on tonight.